This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome everybody, this is The Loop, our Chicago Sports Ronda, where we keep you in the loop. What's up, Steven? How's it going, man? Hey, Stevie B's in the house. I'm back again. Yeah, Stevie B's in, in, the, in the house co-hosting for uh, E-Rock this week. And, uh, you know, it's the newest edition of the 606 family. Uh, Steven from the No Water on the Weekend podcast. Yeah, you said it right. So. I heard, look at that. <laughs> I can read sometimes. So, no, it's good to be back, and it's good to fill in for a little bit. And uh, You were filling in for me for a little bit, so I, I have to repay you oh, for dude. that one. And we're all family <laughs> at this point, so when one of us can't make it, the other one's going to jump in and uh, you know ride the horse all the way down to the end of the cliff. So um, it's, it's good to have you. It's, it's good to have a, 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 a nice family that everyone backs up each other. I know uh, we have uh, E-Rock doing his family thing, and then we have... Uh, uh, um, Sean was on vacation. Yeah, Sean's on Sean vacation. Was on vacation. He just, yeah, he just came back. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we also have uh, Mike Logic and Idea coming out with the uh, on that podcast this week, uh, right after the Bulls game. So look out for that as well. But uh, you know, the loop is brought to you by Six Hundred Six Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to GreatClothingCo.com and get your official TCSF podcast T-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago. And use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts. Now, we need more designs. We do. Yeah. I mean, I pitched a couple of uh, designs for you. Yeah, cool. cool. So we could do. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we got to we gotta get in the lab and collaborate these things. Right. And also, when the money starts flowing. That's right. When the money starts. <laughs> that's, that's always the issue, right? When the money right. starts flowing. Oh, man. Yeah. You, you can't get anywhere without money. No, no way, no way, <laughs> no. You're not. No, you're not going to do anything. Nope. No. Can't, can't, can't buy a. a that's a, why I can't wait till the thirty first because that's when I get my first paycheck oh, on Halloween. Look at you. It's, it's a trick. It's a treat, not a trick. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a full paycheck, right? Yes. Oh, that's going to be amazing. I know. I can't wait. When was the last time you got a paycheck? Four months ago. Yeah, sons of them. Like that's what I went through too yeah. during the summer. Yeah. I had to get paid at all. I was like, man. You got to budget yourself on how much you can spend. I know, especially since we have we're in bowling. So yeah, I'm in bowling two times. That's insane. That's so. insane. All right. Well, this is the loop. Everybody, we're to fill you in on what's going on uh, in Chicago sports this week. So uh, let's make our first stop. Look at that. Right. See, see that. Yeah. Hey. Let's make our first stop. We're gonna make our first stop at Soldier Field, where the Bears are still playing currently i don't mind that one bit yeah, why because i live in the city oh we went over this on other podcasts yeah so let's not get into that uh, ball of wax <laughs> <laughs> so our beloved chicago bears uh now have lost three straight after an encouraging two and one start i mean what do you think about that man i mean i kind of want them to lose the rest of the season i mean it's it's i mean it's gonna happen we talked about this the other day their yeah. schedule does not look anything um easy uh i mean that first couple of weeks were kind of easy i mean texans was a layup kind of mm -hmm. Washington um, should have been a layup. Washington should have been a layup, but you know Carson Wentz is fifty-fifty. He, he's nine and one at Soldier Field. Yeah, oh, ten and one. Now. Ten and one. Ten and one. Yeah. So honestly, I just I think the Bears only had a chance to beat Miami if it was a third-string quarterback. But I don't even think they're going to beat that. Uh, no, um, Tua should be back. He's already been throwing. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, uh, he should be back. Bridgewater was was it was uh, was thrown in uh, last well, yeah, last week. Yeah. So that's why I was like. 
He was even playing yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what Sunday. I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah because Sunday, of the, so. the kid got a concussion or something, right? I don't know. Everyone's getting concussions over there. Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> got to be hard-headed playing the NFL. And also, I found out mm-hmm. that the sideline where Miami Dolphins are, yeah, it's hotter than it is on the visiting team because there's the sun. isn't it vice versa? No, this they I saw it on TikTok. There's a shade that covers over the players of the visiting team, and they did thermometers. They were like 20 degrees hotter on their side than it was on. And that's like, come on, you're a home team and you're going to give yourself a disadvantage? Yeah. Shoot that. yourself in the foot there. Uh, well, you know, they're not that smart in Miami right now. So I mean, they lost Snowflake. So, you know what I'm talking <laughs> oh, about? Wow, no. What are you talking about? Snowflake from Ace Ventura. Oh, God, yes. Oh, I had a brain fart there, sir. Oh, it's okay. Oh, you know what? The Bears, I mean, they've been clo- they've been close in most of these games. They're like within a touchdown. Right. They they have been, but it's like they play really good second half. Yes, they're, second they're, half they're a team like of football. adjustments, right? They go in, they have the game plan, and obviously sometimes it doesn't work or most of the time. And then right. second half, they do make adjustments, which is a good thing to see because the Nagy era was like, well, we're going to keep doing what we're doing, even though yeah, it's not working. Yeah, the football and just like running into the wall. Yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. going anywhere. No, exactly. So, I mean... Uh, Thursday night against Washington was was one of the worst losses in, in, in and, recent memory for me. Yeah, and I mean, like, I only won one bet was because I put a bet that the first score was going to be a field goal because every single point or every, like, possession that they have, it's always a field goal first, and then it's later on a touchdown. I mean, it's hard to, to, to go up and down 60 yards, end up at the one-yard line, one line and not score. I mean, they have terrible red... Like red, red zone, zone offense. offense. They have the right. worst red zone offense, yeah. It, it, it's nuts, man. I mean, again... Within one TD of winning those games, uh, you had Darnell Mooby, uh, Booby, Mooney bobbled it, you know, at the yeah, end. Yeah, but he's not like a... He's not a number, one. He's, he's a three. A he's, he's a, a three. three. Right, right, right. You go on the other team, he's going to be a three. Uh, he'll fit in a lot of teams a three, so he would be good with Aaron Rodgers for a three. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He's not but a the, one. But he's the not thing even is, a two. No, but well, as a three, he doesn't have that much pressure. He can get more separation, more cross right. routes, stuff like that. And that's the same, like, everyone's like, oh, get Odell here. I Why? Mean, my thing is, like, one... He's going to be a one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to double team him, and you're going to put a lot of stress on his body for being a one. And now, he's, now, he breaks down all the time. Right. So I could. that's why I see him going to Buffalo, and I'd rather have him go to or Kansas City. Um, because if he goes to either one of those teams, now I don't – I'm not – like I like Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I know. They're my second favorite team. So um, – but if he goes to that you know team, it's just he'll be a one or a two, but he won't be the number one target – because they have other ones, twos, and threes. Which I think will benefit because it just opens up the playbook and the offense right. more for, for whatever team that he goes exactly. to. He's going to wait to the last second. But I don't get why, but I, I get Because he doesn't want to put a lot of work on his body. He doesn't want to work out. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, he likes going to the fashion shows and partying, so I don't blame him. Yeah, he's got the money for it. So, so the schedule's about to get, you know, really ugly, man. I mean, we got New England. Loss. Dallas, loss. Miami, loss. All losses. I right. agree. I agree. Zero and three there. And especially the third string quarterback for uh, Patriots. Oh, you mean the new uh, Tom Brady? I he looked like it. He's throwing what three hundred yards or something like that last he, game. Yeah, he did three twenty four. Yeah, I mean, and the way he was throwing across the field and across his body—that's not an easy throw to not at all to make. I mean, especially I'll, if it's a number one or two. Well, if it's their one or two wide receiver, but that, yeah. I trust in Belichick. Well, so do I, but he sees talent. He oh, he can evaluate talent. He's right. like, yeah, he gets rid of talent early enough that right. he's like, yeah, we're not going to sign you, so right, see you later. I'll replace you. Right. Um, and you, did you see what Fitzpatrick said about uh, No, what he's saying? He had said that Justin Fields is not 
a Tom Brady. He's not a Peyton Manning. He's not a Dan Marino. He's a Cam Newton. Yeah, that he's not a pocket passer. Right. Well, Cam Newton, he had some issues with accuracy. So hopefully Justin Fields can be a better and more accurate quarterback. I mean, he's good at the deep ball. And he's good at scrambling with his legs. I mean, but you got the tight end. You you got to hit the tight end. I mean, he's there. Again, it wasn't our number one tight end that would have caught the ball. Right. It was a little more in size, but still. I would have liked to still keep Jimmy Graham. But because Clement isn't doing much. I think he's just blocking. The they have time. him in blocking. Yeah. Right. The same thing they did to Greg Olson when he was here. They had him in blocking. And then, and then he goes over to Carolina and he's like a stud. Like, oh my God, he can catch. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, if you don't have him blocking, yeah, he can catch. He right. can run. That's a, yeah, another weapon right there. But exactly. Yeah, they have a lot to figure out over there. Um, I think it's another, those three L's right there. So. Yeah, those are definitely three L's. And then we'll, we'll break those down um, as we keep talking, you know, in the weeks to come. But the Bears camp, Pass the ball. Their their offense is they can. The thing is that they can move up the ball up and down sometimes, and then sometimes look, Fields is hurried, the most hurried quarterback in the NFL right now. Right, and because he's got no offensive line. We're talking about the uh, the effectiveness of the offense and how they can drive up the ball up and down sometimes, and sometimes he just can't hit his receivers. He can't hit his tight ends. He's not seeing what I'm seeing from him is that he's being hurried so much that he's going one two. Which I don't feel like is 100% true because he's he holds the ball too long. He does because... The wide receivers can't get open. Well, it's like, okay, my first read isn't open, which is Mooney because he's getting double teamed or they're spying on him. And then he moves to option number two. And by the time he's on option number two, he's got to run for his life. See, but my thing is he doesn't go... He doesn't go with the wide receivers. He goes away from the wide receivers, yeah. which is another issue. Yeah. And, he, and then you have to throw across your body, and then it's hard to hit those targets. Yeah, and he's had a couple of receivers where he's got, you know, Matt Forte in the flat wide open, or he's got a tight end running across and wide open, and he just, oh, let me toss it down the field where he's double covered. Right. And you then they, squeeze it in there. But yeah. But it's like, you know, you're not Tom Brady. You're not. Not Aaron Rodgers in a prime, you know, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not those guys yet. You know, it's going to take some time, man. He, he does have a good arm. It's just. He's not making the reads because he doesn't have the time. He, he In his head, he's like, one, two, three. Oh, shit, I got to run. Right. Like Kyle Murray, like, doesn't want to read defenses or doesn't want to study, like, tape or film or I anything. Don't, can he read? I don't know. I don't think so. I know he likes playing Call of Duty. That's for sure. That's for sure, yeah. <laughs> so when he signed that bigger contract and his thing was you need to have a certain amount of hours studying yeah. film. Yeah, he's got to. So I think, I think the same thing has to go with Fields. I don't know. I don't know. I think it'll help, but right now what you're looking at is that the the Bears, the, the GM didn't set them up to win. No, what he, he did not. what he's looking at is like, all right, let me get rid of all the dead weight. Uh, let's move. Let's get rid of uh, all the cap money. You know that we can eat up right now, so we have a hundred over hundred million next year. So you're looking at all these losses. What's going to happen is they're going to have a, a top five, top seven pick. Right. And yeah, if, if you've seen what what a number one pick goes. Or you're gonna get at least three picks back, minimum. Right, but my thing is like, okay, you need to fix the offensive line, and then everyone's complaining like, oh, you know, the offensive line. This we've never had a great offensive line in we've years. We've had decent ones, that, decent that, one, but not like you know Patrick Mahomes or no, 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 offensive not, line not where they don't touch the, the quarterback. No, our quarterbacks are always getting knocked down on the floor. So what I'm saying is like, we're gonna get that one. If we get that one pick, we can trade it down and get right. mo- multiple three to four picks because it is a quarterback. Uh, heavy um, uh, class. Uh, class, and out of the 
if you look at the top 18 teams that are 18 teams that are not doing well, so like in reverse, Panthers right? Panthers are going to be one of them who draft another quarterback in the next six years. Well, yeah. The last six years. Well, if you look at down the line, there's like 18 teams that need a quarterback. Yeah, I mean. The Raiders are going to need a quarterback. Yeah, I think they're going to move on from Derek Carr after yeah. this season. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, he's, he's going to be a solid backup in the league. So I don't think, you know, he could go. I, if he goes somewhere, I'm, I'm going to call it right now. He's going to go to the Indiana. Indiana of course, that's where, that's where quarterbacks go to die. Yeah, I mean, Nick Foles got released from the Did Colts. He? Yeah, I don't know why, but they mm. could have used them. But anyway. I BDN just, is out again. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I, I just think, you know, we could do that, get some draft picks in there, get some offensive line. But I don't know who's a free agent where you could sign these players. There's not a, a huge free agent um, a class out there that's like superstars. Right. So I, I think they're going to spend a lot of money on, on, you know, plugging the holes that they don't get through free uh, through the draft. But, but that's my thing. Like, you're going to get another rookie wide receiver. You're going to get a Like, I yeah. can get offensive linemen, but, you know. I you, think offensive linemen is the way to go. I would say that, too. Because last year they spent mostly on the defense side. And, and you know, Brisker and, and, and Wim. Oh, not Wims. Mac. Mac. Well, not Mac. Well, said this year, I'm talking about this year we had Brisker and I forgot the other kid's name. But. They're they did they're doing pretty good for being rookies and um, now we got the, um, a lot of the the players that we've drafted they're they have to show up or, or they'll be shipped out because everyone here on the team is expendable. Right, you know who I did feel bad for? Who? When Santos had to do family emergency and they gave that kicker oh, yeah. a chance, he went four for four. He scored all, all the points, points. Yes. and then they released him the next day. But he got uh, did he get signed by Detroit or somebody? He got signed by another team like the next day. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he got signed. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got signed. I was gonna be like, man, dude, you did a really good job. No, he got signed. He got signed. He's he's gonna be okay. That, that kid's gonna be okay. So we need, we're looking for upgrades, man. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of uh, talent out there in the draft, and uh, we'll go over the draft when it comes closer because right now people's stock is either dropping or rising in oh, college a, football. Every week. Yeah, yeah, every week. So we don't know exactly. He's hot, then he's not. Yeah, especially yeah. with college quarterbacks, you don't know. And they're like, oh, take the guy from Ohio State because they're putting up 55 points. Well, just don't pick anyone from Notre Dame, that's for sure. Ooh, shot at, <laughs> shot at E-Rock on that one. Oh, my God. I am not touching that one, sir. I mean, if you watched the game this weekend. I did. Uh, it wasn't great. So... He could DM me and talk shit to me it was, on, our, on our group chat. It wasn't. It was, I don't even <laughs> want to know how bad it was, man. All right. Our next stop is the Madhouse on Madison and the Chicago Blackhawks. Mm. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. That's right. That's right. Blackhawks hockey. I haven't been to a game in. A while. It, I mean, I was talking with uh, Eddie, the owner of uh, Output, uh, yesterday as well, and I was like, "Dude, I'm looking at tickets, eighty bucks to get in." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? The product is crap." Pretty much, yeah. It's and a, I think they're going to get rid of Kane, maybe in the or maybe before the All Star break. Oh, that's that's a definite. That's a definite. So, uh, so Monday or morning, Taves too. One of the one of them is going to stay, or they it's going to be Kaner. It's going to be Kaner. Okay. Uh, so you're looking at the Blackhawks. You know, right now they're off until Friday. Um, Again, because they got to win. They're one, one and two. I uh, think they're one and two. It, it really doesn't matter. I mean, for me, like I'll go. I I, enjoy, hockey's I enjoy, a good sport. I, I mean, the last time I was there when Chris Chelios was in his prime. So oh, wow. I mean, I watch it at home if I'm I, home. I, I think I, the last time I went to a Blackhawks game was the rookie seasons for Kane and Taves. 
Uh, okay, so when I went with Chris Chilius, I was like six, eight, seven years old. Oh no, this was preseason, so I, it wasn't you know a big deal. And it was free tickets in the suite, yeah. so I wasn't I wasn't mad at all. No, I wouldn't be either. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so yeah, we talk, were talking about Patrick Kane. You know, his future is up with the Blackhawks. You know, his agent Pat Bryson, uh, who reps uh, also Taves, Jones, Seth Jones, and uh, about seven. Is it? Five or seven of the Blackhawks on the team, so it's crazy. One agent has is gonna I mean, have. It's like um, Paul uh, for um, NBA. Oh, oh. Uh, Chris Paul, and then he's got LeBron under there. Oh, you talking about Rich? Is it Rich, Rich Paul? Paul? Rich yeah, Paul. Rich Paul. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah, LeBron's boy. I mean, so you know, it's it's things like that where it's like you're gonna have half that team could go because they have the same yeah, agent. Exactly. So it's gonna be like the Chicago Bears where there's young Blackhawks. The Pee Wee team, yeah, but I think hockey is a little different because they don't get paid the the, the big bucks. They, the, should. they, they get hard, should. They, they get hard hits, and they play offense and defense. Right. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's weird, man. Blame Canada. Yeah, blame Canada. <laughs> uh, so came before the uh, the actual season says there are very few players who end up playing their whole career with a team, right? Um, yeah. He, he says uh, guys like Crosby, uh, Malkin, Ovechkin. They're all finished their careers with one team, but you don't see a lot of players doing that. They're all moving all over the place. So, like I said before, it's not something that I've I've thought or anything I'm thinking about right now. So, you know, he's in the present. He knows that you know his time is up. The, the Blackhawks are, are. He's are, been there what for eight years, nine. Uh, it's been a while. He's been there for a long time. But I mean, if he has high stock, you know, and he wants to win another uh, a cup, you know. Have him go somewhere. Get something from there. I mean, you wanna you wanna get him go out on a high note. And plus, and, and you know his his stock is still pretty good. I mean, um, yeah, he was a first round pick in two thousand and seven. Yeah, that's pretty. Th- much. Year thirteen, year fourteen, or something like that. Yeah, fourteen, yeah. year fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, I mean that's a long time even for a hockey player because you could. You know, your I mean, mostly all messed up. I mean, the greats do play like twenty years. Yeah, I could see him going to you know the Red Wings. Detroit. Oh no! Don't do that. They won't trade him to the Red Wings. They won't trade it in in division. I mean, if he wants to go, and depends on how much they want, you know. I don't. I think they'll trade him to New York. Or yeah, the Avalanche. Somewhere, yeah, someone outside your your division, and some a team that's on a playoff or push. Quack, quack, quack. Yeah, sorry. Wow, wow. Yes, he did just reference the Mighty Ducks mm-hmm. and the Flying V. Yeah, it works every time. It does work every time, <laughs> half the time. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, are you are you happy? Are you upset? Are you I indifferent? Mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go and I'll support them. But I mean, I know they're not. They're like on their way growing. I think they'll be successful faster than the Bears. I, whoa, whoa! <laughs> prove me wrong. I hope I, they prove me well, wrong. Well, again, we have oh, again, we do have two new GMs right on both sides. So, right. um, I. They had to clean house and clean the stench that was left behind by the previous administration that swept a lot of that garbage underneath the right. ice. I, underneath yeah, the ice, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's hiding under that Zimboni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I think for I think it's easier to flip a football I, team than it is a hockey team. I don't. Yeah, maybe I because don't know. The, the the constrictions of the like the salary cap. That's why it's mm. a small salary cap. Yeah, I mean, I'm I. I'll buy a Blackhawks jersey. I haven't worn a Blackhawks jersey in so long. Either. Which jersey would you get? I don't know. Is it you going red, white, black? I mean, I 
I've used when I was growing up. I used to have all three colors. Oh, nice. Um, but I think today, like I do with every single jersey I get, I put my last name on. There. Of course, that's the way to go. Because I'm not going to buy a. And then you know, my uncle was like, "Well, you know, if you buy a player and they're not on the team, you were in that era when they were on the team and you enjoyed them. So why just throw it away?" If that makes sense. Um, I was gifted a. Um, what's that white boy's name for the Bears that played quarterback? A young kid. Mitch? Nope, before that. Um, before Mitch? Yeah, before Mitch. Um, Taylor? No, not. <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember. Yeah. It wasn't Kyle Orton. It no, wasn't Greasy. I would have I would have rocked the Orton. It wasn't Rex Grossman. Yes, it was. It was Rex Grossman? Yeah, it was one of those, you know, the screen printed jerseys. That's but, uh, my quarterback. No. Yeah, it was a gift from my old boss. She's like, hey, I got you a Christmas gift. And I was like, oh, this is great. The Bears... Jersey. Who'd you want, Devin Hester? Yeah, I figured. Yeah, of course you I want Devin won. Hester. I would have got. I always picked the quarterback, but after what I have to watch these last couple of years, I mean, I'll still rock a Mitch one. He did win the game for. He the, did, and I'm very proud of you, Mitch. Uh, Mazda Mitch. I'm He's not Maserati. He's Mazda Mitch. I don't, yeah. Dependable. Dependable. Yep. Hey. You're, you're my best friend, man. You got me through a lot. I just got to say that. You didn't know it, but you gave me hope. You got me out of the bed in the morning. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, so, that, like, I would get a jersey, but I would probably get I get the red one because I know me. Like, when I wear my Cubs ones, they're white, and I always get mustard on the white ones. Yeah. Because I'm getting I, a hot dog. Yeah, I have my. And um, if you get a hot dog at a game, like, what are you what really do, doing? What are you doing, yeah. What are you now doing? I get it at the United, at the United Center, like, they do have, and I'll give you guys a little inside tip. Oh, boy. So if you're on the third 300 level, mm-hmm. they have a brisket sandwich. Mm-hmm. Now, that thing is close. Maybe this season will be 20 bucks, but that that bad boy. But who, who makes it? Uh, I, yeah, I can't tell you. I don't know. All I know is it's on the 300 level where the close where the kid zone is, and uh, it's delicious. And it's nice. It's tender. It's so much juice and flavor. You don't need to dip it in anything. You just need to enjoy it. It's a nice steak breaded sandwich in there. Is it a Sweet Baby Ray's? Maybe, but I don't think it is. And I know everyone goes on the first floor and gets, you know, Big Star and, you know. Why would you go to the Bulls game and get Big Star? You'd be surprised. Oh, you know, I'm oh sorry for the God. white listeners, but you guys like going to Big Star. I'm not a fan. I mean, it's nice. It's, it's okay. I would rather eat Chipotle than go to Big Star. No offense to Big Star, but I just, you know, you know, I, I mean, think Big Star is a little whitewashed to me. It's so. it's very Rick Bayless, right? Uh, Not to say that it's terrible. No, it is good, it's but good, but like you're paying like six dollars for a very, very, very small taco. Right. When me and my mom went to Big Star, we're like the only Hispanic people in there. Besides the ones working. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I didn't even see them because they're in the back. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense, sir. But no, um, yeah, it's a nice brisket steak sandwich and or vice versa. And they also have another place that has like brisket nachos. They're loaded. Mm, great. I guess we're so, going to go. We're going to go soon and uh, we'll test this out again. I told you we need, to go, we need to go to a Bulls game on a Monday. On a Monday. Because like, I can't do it Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays are doing the podcast. And yeah. Saturdays are ridiculously expensive. Yes. That's why I always go during the week. Yeah. Yeah. The no water on the weekend and Bulls on the weekdays. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bulls play on Monday. I think the the following week, I think it's the 20. No, no, no. It's, I think it's the 23rd on a Monday. No. 
It's next week, Monday. But, yeah, they open up the season. But, yeah. I also have three weeks of vacation coming up in uh, at the end of December. And you just started that job, too. Um, It's called Christmas break, sir. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, lucky you. But, all right. Well, yeah, I'm going to get a jersey. If you have an idea on what jersey you should give me, just DM me or DM Jose. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, for the Blackhawks, I got to go to the Day of the Dead version. Of course you do, because you love that. Yeah, it's all over my tattoos, man. It's Day of the Dead. Tattoos, your favorite toys. That's right, man. It's it's always uh, Day of the Dead for me, and uh, my my favorite number has always been nineteen. So I'd be rocking the big ni- one night. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, so you know, I uh, yo, my favorite number is twenty nine. Why is it twenty nine? Because my birthday is October 29th. That makes sense. And it's a lot easier to get twenty nine than it's ten, because a lot of players have ten. Mm-hmm. So I like mm-hmm. to be a little different. Yeah. So, so you have a Bulls jersey too with your name on it? Yes. Yeah, I do too. And uh, unfortunately for me, when I got it, I was about, I don't know, 40 pounds lighter. Uh, so it kind of fits a little snug now. Well, hey, we got Planet Fitness. Uh, well, let's go in the morning. Let's go at five. Uh, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm still hey, sleeping. I'm going to, I'm trying to wake up that early to go back to the gym, how I used to do Rocky Balboa style. So that way I could go on the ice or maybe drive that Zamboni. There you go. <laughs> Zamboni it up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with more of The Loop after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official, on Instagram and Facebook. Check us out. Y te lo dice, Enrique Calderon. Welcome back. This is The Loop, our Chicago Sports Run, where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. All right, all right. Stevie B, Stevie B. What up? That's right. We got to make another stop, sir. We do. I mean, it's the same building. Same building, but that's... You got to wait till them to, to put the floor on the ice. I know. Yeah, you got to so, put the hardwood floors yeah, on the That's right. Ice. Now, let's talk about the hardwood, and we're going to talk about the Madhouse on Madison Chicago Bulls. Ooh, I'm so glad the NBA season's kicking off. That's yeah, good money to bet on, ain't it? It's great money to bet on, especially, like, I like betting on the first bu- bucket to go in. Who's really? That's one of my favorites. Uh, I think I made close to 300 bucks on that. Luca helped me out a lot on the playoffs. Yeah. So I always picked him, and he one time it was like sixty bucks. You know what I'm really kicking myself over is is not betting um, on the Dodgers every day to win. They won 111 games out of 160. 
Yeah, so it's, your it's, odds are pretty good. Right. Even, but even, at the same time, it's like you have to keep betting on them every single week. Every day. A giant parlay. No, no, no. You pick it ahead of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That way, if you picked, I don't know, the rest of the seasons, but then if they're going a 17-game win streak, it's like you're good for 17 games. Yeah, Seattle went on a streak like that. So, you know, definitely. So did the Oakland A's. Right. You could, money ball. Yeah, yeah. So it's easy to... You got to jump on a hot streak with there. So right. let's 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 move over to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. And we got news, sir. We got news coming out of the Bulls camp. Lonzo Ball is nearly three weeks removed from his left knee surgery on September 28th. His second operation in eight months after suffering that meniscus tear. So um, I don't know, man. Do, do you think he comes back? I don't think so. I at think all. I don't, don't, he no, 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 no. I don't think he comes back at all this season. Um, kind of, it sucks because. He's going to be, what, two years in his contract, and he's, what, four-year contract deal? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I want him to get better and not rush. I don't want them to do, like, a Derrick Rose thing, rushing him to come back. Um, but, you know, he's going to be missed because of the fact that they need a good floor general. And we talked about this the other day. Yeah. You know, he's not – he's better than Rajon Rondo, but – I don't know if he's better than playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo's phenomenal, right? Right. He was great with the Lakers in 2020, and he was great with the Celtics. Um, and then who else did he win with? That was pretty much it. The Celt yeah, he's, he's been all over, man. He played in Cleveland. He played the right. Celtics. He played with the, the, the Lakers. Yeah, he played with the Bulls for a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, he was good here, too. But we never really got to see He had the broken Rondo. hand. Yeah, he had the broken right. hand. And then I think after that was Rip Hamilton. I think that would have been before, but, uh, but yeah. Was, yeah. And yeah, then, Rip Hamilton was at the end of his career, too. Right. Well, you know, the White Sox and, you know, the uh, Bulls have something in common. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I think DeRozan's still going to have those numbers. He might digress a little bit, but I think he's still going to pull those numbers. But I with Lonzo Ball, it's like now you're going to have these guys who are, are you know, uh, Levine and DeRozan probably doing most of the work. I mean, you're gonna see. I think. I think Vooch Vooch Man is gonna have a uh, bounce back year. Yeah. I think he he had uh, his confidence shot last year, and because I think he doesn't know how to fit in with three superstars. Right, because he was the superstar. In, right, in he was Magic. the one to he was the go to guy, you know, back to the basket kind of guy. Um, and then when he wasn't back to the basket, he was shooting threes, and he had a lot pretty good rebounder. So it's a little different now. I think I think uh, DeRozan is gonna take maybe two i'm gonna say two to four point step back and then right. with a healthy levine i think levine's gonna take a step forward and drive yeah. to the ball to the hole more um but, but lonzo's gonna be missed like he's lonzo's definitely gonna be missed right. it, that yeah. makes that team the dynamic yeah. like when he's on the on the floor they're running and gunning right they're a small fast quick offensive team mm -hmm. and they play pretty good defense right so it, it makes a huge difference but you know i'm uh i heard from uh your boy lavar Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. we talk all the time. Yeah, exactly. He sends me uh, ball shoes all the time. There we I'm go. Like, you know, no one thinks I'm cool when I'm wearing them. Right? <laughs> you get beat up. They hang them up on the uh, on the power lines. <laughs> I get beat up for wearing them, not because they want them. <laughs> and they take them off on and put them on the power lines. Like That's oh. why I always carry a pair in the back of the trunk. <laughs> So. <laughs> unlimited, unlimited supply. So he recently sat down for a lengthy interview on uh, what's it called Ball Facts. Now I gotta say he's very vocal with his sons. He is. He's uh, got two sons that he's proud of. I don't oh, know the third. The he got he got uh, he got cut from the uh, Hornets. How he just signed the little one. No, he didn't. Not not uh, yeah the little one the little one the one was the the smallest one because they had two they have two balls on Charlotte. Yeah. 
How is the little one cut? No, he got no, cut. it's the middle one. Is it the middle one? Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. The little one is like a great one. No, that's the that's the, the the middle one that doesn't have the talent. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was with them and then I didn't I thought he was like going to be for sure signing with them and then just have a, a year deal. That's what I thought it was, but um no, I I wish Lonzo was on the team this year. I wish that he was great and uh healthy, but uh, yeah, take Le- his time. The Angelo. Lee Angelo was there cut. Yeah. So, I mean He's done. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see him going anywhere else. He'll go to the G League. He'll go to the G League. Yeah, but... He'll bounce around there. Yeah, but is that any fun? I mean, it's it's still a doorway to get into the NBA. You know, somebody gets hurt, they need some players. You never know. I think he's uh, going to be... Collect- he's the Rob Kardashian of his family. Oh, my God. He's collecting that money from his other two brothers. Except- All right. <laughs> and no one really loves the middle one anyway, the middle child. The middle child, yeah, that's the right-headed stepchild. So, so Lavar, <laughs> Lavar said Lonza's doing his thing. Uh, he finally got in there and they did his stuff right. This is, I'm quoting. Uh, Lavar also said that he was asked how long, how Lonzo is doing. He said some of the debris was caught up in the nerve or something like that in his leg and wouldn't allow him to bend or whatever. He had he had much pain, but he got all that situated now. So, I mean, the, the void of Lonzo Ball is going to make everybody shift up, right? Right. So you now has to step up. Now too. you have Io, who's going to take the the lead point guard position. Um, I, I like it, it but it's now, uh, it's still I, a little young for him, I believe. Yeah, I don't see why Kobe White wouldn't do it. Because Kobe White can't dribble for shit. I would say he couldn't really move do anything. The ball. Kobe White can't do anything. His rookie season was great, but then second season wasn't that great and then he 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 gets really streaky because i made a lot of money at the beginning of the season where i was like oh he's gonna make three threes money 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 and then march came around he couldn't fall he couldn't find water if he fell out of a boat you know so um i think the 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 addition of io being the starter he's got the confidence he he's got the length too yeah and he's you know the the fact that the team supported him when he's got his jersey retired and they went to go see him you know in vegas yeah all the guys most most of the guys went out there so it's 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 a great way to um, to have a leader on your team like that. To and you know, a lot of ta- uh, teammates aren't going to do that. No, especially superstars. No, I don't think LeBron would even do that. Only if it was his son. That's pretty much it. Yeah, well, this is not a LeBron podcast. We'll leave that to the on-net guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, so I, I get that. That's really nice. And then, you know who I, I think he'll do really well. I, would, I was a big fan of his when he was playing and stuff like that, and I knew he could shoot and things like that, so... I think and he always took it to the hoop too. Yeah, he's not scared to go no, to the hoop. No. Well, he's from Chicago. You know, you play on you know, on cement playgrounds, uh, you know, shooting hoops. So I mean, yeah, cement doesn't play around. No, so you learn how to fall correctly. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So speaking of development, Patrick Williams, another bull that needs to take a big step and fight, provide consistency, stay on the court because he had some health issues. So, so the question is, can he be a sixth man of the year? I believe so. I think last year when he was actually playing mm-hmm. in the beginning before he got hurt was doing a great job. Yeah, I, but I, I, that jumper is like suspect, isn't it? A little bit. But I, I think as soon as he got hurt and he was out for a while, mm-hmm. I think he was like pulling a Derrick Rose where he was afraid to be aggressive yeah. with that position because yeah. he's like, I don't want to go back and get hurt again. Like, I don't want to get hurt again, which I get that. It's all mental. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the first unit because Vooch has the same problem with the first unit and and, and uh, Williams, where they feel hesitant. Like, ah, do I take this shot or do I give it back to Zach? Do I give it back to Demar? No, they, if you're open, go for it. Exactly, and take I, it to the hoop. Take the foul. Take the aggressiveness. Yeah, go to the hoop. Shoot two. Exactly. If you, if you miss, shoot two. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm all for like, that because it, 
yes, you could rely on the three and the the mid shot. Yeah, but range, easy yeah. points are easy points are going into the paint and taking the foul. Yeah. Now, if we could also stay out of foul trouble early in the first one two quarters, that'd be great. Because uh, I know they didn't have a high, like you know. Oh, uh, free throw, yeah, free throw shooting uh, attempts, right? Right. So I for them to like do the fouls, right? To give the fouls or stuff like that. So. Um, I think that was really good. You know, I mean, if it's an easy bucket, don't foul it. You know, just let them try to score it in. I yeah, mean, it, that, I mean, that, if, that, unless you have a good block on it. But other than that, it's it comes like, with maturity, right? Like you right. know, the pick and choose when you should be going up for that block. Um, he had a pretty pretty big block in the in, in the uh, um, in the preseason. Um, so you know, he looks like he's back right. physically. He looks back. He looks like he has a little bit more confidence. And like you said, a lot of them still are like together. They practice together. They're trying to build like like. Um, yeah, he worked out with the Rosen right. over the summer. Yeah, so I mean, that's I, team chemistry and what you need. The Rosen knows that. Yeah, he, he knows that he needs a supporting cast to be a strong supporting cast. So when he's not out there, you know, they're not losing a, a, a ten point lead. They're making it a you know a, a three point deficit. You know, yeah. or don't let the teams go on a big run. So I think it's important for the for the second unit to come out and be as strong. You know, be the, the be regr- uh, aggressive. Be be aggressive. Uh, be be, be aggressive. <laughs> no, they need to be a, a, another reincarnation of the bench mob. You know, the benchmark used no, to come yeah. in there. They used to hold and extend leads. And, you know, yeah, Derek Rose. Name a couple players. Benchmark, Taj Gibson. Okay. CJ Watson. Okay. Tony uh, Snell. Tony Snell. God, I hate that asshole, but I love him. <laughs> I love him so much, even though he's with uh, Milwaukee. He's got, you know what? I respect him a lot. He's a great player. I wish we would have kept him because. We didn't develop players. We, no. didn't, we didn't have a coaching staff to develop players. And that's always been an issue. I know. And then it's like, I like his cockiness. I think because he backs it up. Now, but he's not a. Uh, I mean, I he's he's a good bench player, but yes. he, but he does come off as sometimes if he has to start, he does a really good job for the Bucks. Kind and of I a would, Jamal Crawford for them, yeah. Right. So that's why I said like you, we had a good team, and that was a great time to be a Bulls fan. It definitely was. Captain Kirk, Joe Kim Noah. I actually met Joe Kim Noah. Yeah, I met him in his rookie year. He came to the O'Hare Oasis when it was open. No shit. And he ordered Panda Express. And at that time, <laughs> I didn't have a good camera, so I had to get a developed Aww. one. I had to get. I had to go next door, get a camera, and then they had to shoot it off that. Off how, the developed camera with film. How how the picture come out? Great. I, I think he was high though. Oh, so what? I'm not. I know it's not a bad thing. I just. I think he was high. I'm like, dude, you got any more? <laughs> I gotta go back to you know Penn Express. He, he, he probably got the good stuff, man. I don't think he's giving that out. I just want a little hit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but like I said, I'm excited for this bull season. Um, I want Patrick Williams to do well. I think we have a good chance to be. I don't know, maybe a fifth or sixth seed. I see them as a four seed. You yeah, you say that. I, I uh, said that last year, and they okay, just dropped so, at the end of the season to a six seed, right? Right. Okay, so let's break it down. Where do you give me your list? For, you know, the why am I blanking? Why think of NFC? Because I'm stuck on football. Oh, uh, the east or the west. Um, let's break it down. So like, all right. So the Heat are going to be there. Now they did regress. They're still they're still a powerhouse. They still have a really good team. The Celtics are really good. The Bucks. Are now, really good. do you think the Celtics can overcome the coaching situation? Yeah. They're not the Oakland Raiders where they have all this stuff going on and still bounce back. 
So. Here's, the, here's the issue is Health is always going to play a part in it And uh, the Bucks are going to be a, a problem Just because of their size and length um, Giannis is just a monster And he's getting better every year Because he's developing more of his game Okay. Um, the Sixers are the enigma Because when they're hot and they're good And they're healthy, they're, they're dominant Right, I know Embiid is a great player And he'll probably be healthy He doesn't really get hurt a lot Not going what he doesn't right. But I could see James Harden getting... You know, he's injury prone, but he did lose some weight. Yeah. yeah. So he lost, I think, 30 pounds, I think he said. Jesus. So he took off the fat suit. He did. He definitely took that off and had to buy new clothes. <laughs> so how I mean, get on his level. I um, mean, I don't think I don't think the Raptors are going to be that good. No, I don't think so either. Um, I think they'll regress. I think the Nets have that problem with players that, you know, don't get vaccinated and Ben Simmons who shoots air balls. Um, the Hawks are a scary team. They they fell late because of their injuries, but they're a scary team. Uh, I, and think then the, the, I think the Pistons. Well, they they just uh, then they just released somebody too. Yeah, but they still have a good. Kemba Walker, right? They just released Kemba Walker. Yeah, they. You know what? He's he's a nutcase. That and I don't think he's as good as he used to be. Now here's here's the enigma right here: the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Um, like I said, so I will take going first on that uh, on the East for me. I would say I would say the Bucks going first for me. Second hey. would be Philly. Third would be the Nets. Fourth, uh, I would say Cavaliers. And I'd, wow, the four seed for the Cavaliers. Okay. Yeah, I would say the fifth. I'd take the Bulls. Okay, I see. But I see. see what... But see, the thing with the Heat that like, you know, it's just. They're there, but that's why another thing where it's like I'll take the Cavaliers up there, but then that's why I say like the Bulls could be the fifth or the sixth because you could have the Heat before that. Again, these teams are going to be all bunched up, and it's great to see because the East was weak for a long time, and now right. it's a strong East. Um, right. And and that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's a good East situation. I know yeah. even the Hornets are going to are pretty good. Right. So yeah, it's going to be close. I could say the bottom team would probably be in the Pacers, maybe. The Pacers, I don't know. Or the Raptors. I would say the Raptors, Pacers. But then, you know, I know the Magic aren't doing anything special. And neither are the Washington Wizards. No, no, no. So So, you're looking at the same 10 teams are going to be there. It's just a different order. I don't. Cleveland's going to jump up at least four or five spots. Now, my thing is, last season, and I was saying it all season long, we could never beat the good teams. No. We never beat one team. We never beat the Nets. We never beat Philadelphia. Mm. We never beat the Bucks. the Bucks or the Celtics. We're beating the Knicks cool. We're beating the Cavaliers because they weren't, they were good, but they weren't how they are now. Yeah. We didn't beat Miami. Like, we probably, I think we beat Atlanta and beat the Hornets. I think we did better versus the West uh, Western Conference than we did for the Eastern Conference. And that's shocking because they have a lot of good players. Now, right. if we go against the Utah Jazz, we're fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're in a giant fire sale. Oh my god! Yeah, that team is just uh, a garbage, a hot garbage. That, like I said, I think we could be either a fifth, sixth seed. I can see that you now. Know, I, I, I totally forgot about the Cav- uh, Clav- Cleveland Cavaliers, right? That have retooled the entire team, and uh, right. you got the spider on there, and he's gonna he's gonna dominate. Yeah, I, I think he'll do really well. Show that he's a really talented, skilled player, and I think. I hate to say it, but they could do really well. That's why I say they could be a fourth seed. Yeah. They could be a fourth seed. They're a young crew. 
they have the chemistry in what the first two years of them being together yeah and they have i think they still have garland and, and a bunch of the other cats that were there last year that uh produced very well for them so uh i see where you can see the bulls at, at a 60 just because it's going to be super tight yeah and every win is going to matter at this point and then at that time also again with injuries so it could fluctuate it, it like, can like atlanta like trey yeah. you know like he's a great point guard shooting guard he point guard he's a point guard yeah so if he's okay and like a lot of their core players are okay yeah but i could see them going seventh i don't know hey we'll, we'll see. see i mean I, th I think for us to be successful we need ball back in the lineup right i think that would make us and probably compete for the fourth seed if he can get back after the all-star break yeah so you're looking at you know late february early but even march when he got his first surgery they were saying he's not going to come back for the whole year what's the difference between this surgery and that yeah, it was and just... it's the second time on that knee yeah i've pulled my meniscus and i've still ran the chicago marathon but i had to take some time off did yeah. I get surgery? No. Am I an idiot? Maybe. But, <laughs> you know. The jury's still out, sir. You know. Um, am I still running? Yes. <laughs> will I get my leg amputated? We don't know. So time stay, will tell. Stay tuned and find out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but like I said, all I know is, is I think the Bulls have a really good chance. And I'm going to be watching all the games. Like, that's for me. Um you know, when the Bears are sucking, I'm just watching the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And I could watch any NBA game and, like, I could care about it. I'm not, Football, I'm, I could do the same thing, but it's like, uh, I just care about basketball a lot more. I see. I see. I, I can watch any baseball game and be oh, same completely thing here. interested. Football is the same thing, unless it's, like, a really bad team, like Washington versus... I hope the Bears never have another spotlight game ever again. But oh, that's Monday night. Case. And Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> what, one more, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Against the Patriots, but... Um, I'm excited for the Bulls. Yes. I, I'm really excited, and I told you we got to go to a game. Um, we're gonna have that that steak sandwich from yes. uh, Lily Q's. Oh, so you found I, out who I, it was. I was looking over the commercial break, and uh, yeah, Lily L Q's. It's on the third floor. Um, go check it out. I know I'm gonna like. We're already gonna be up there because forty five dollars for a Monday night game. I'm, I'm there. In. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. And it's not where I'm at. It's that I'm in the building. Yeah. That, that, I agree. And you know what? The 300 seats ain't even that bad. No. I tried to get season tickets for row one and two. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was on uh, row 11. But as soon as they signed DeRozan, she never emailed me back. And then she finally emailed me back. She goes, oh, we're going to, it's $100 more now. The fuck? How's that my fault? Yeah. I said, we're closed the deal. Let me give you my credit card and call me. And she never did. And she came back. I'm like, nope. I'm sorry. I can't wow. do it. Wow. Because it was, she needed down, I think it was a total of like $800 for 20 games. Okay. So for two seats, row 11, or 14, seat one and two. Which I like seat one and two. Because at that time, like you get up, go take a piss, come back down, you know, get something like really quick if you needed to. And you also have that extra room. Because yes. if, you're, if you're the if you're first, the yeah. One, yeah. You kick your leg exactly. out. Exactly. I do that at the Cubs games all the time. But like I said, I'm, you know, it's good, uh, good to go. And I'm gonna see if I get um, the BMO Harris Club. Oh boy, fancy! I love, I love that one. Fancy. But I will say this: they need to do this. Maybe I hope they do it this year, or maybe next year. But I remember right before the pandemic started in mm -hmm. February or in March. Yeah. But in February, they had a Bulls bear a Bulls bear crawl. 
in the United Center. No. So you were there early. Mm-hmm. You were drinking. Mm-hmm. There was games everywhere. You were winning free stuff. I had a blast. And when you got that ticket, when you you know also went there, you got a ticket to the game. So it was during the day, and you were still there the whole time. That's genius. So, and you're, then after that, you're buying more beer, but yeah. then you're also wearing that, you know, the t-shirt you got. So I'm. Are I they doing that again? I hope so. I would love for them to do that again, because that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I think um, the Sox do one too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, I saw it on uh, Eventbrite. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Good beer, but I can't do it's it. It's great beer, but I'm not gonna wear. White Sox stuff. You don't have to wear white socks stuff. You can just wear all black, like you're doing now. I know, and that's why I like my favorite color is black. But yeah. I don't like, you know, I don't know. I just I couldn't do it. I've done Cubs bar crawls and st- well around the you know Wrigleyville, so it's fine. I just yeah, you could be a White Sox fan and be in Wrigley and do bar crawls. It's not Cubs associated. It's just no, but I mean, it was during a Cubs game. I mean, oh yeah, that's whatever. I don't care. But uh, yeah, if the Chicago Bulls are listening or the United Center, I'd love to participate in one of those. Me and Jose would like to go and drink some beers, win some free uh, swag. Yeah, take some photos for the gram. Let's do it. Document the whole thing. That's right. Let's get Instagram and then at the famous. And we'll be blacked out somewhere at a bar <laughs> by the United Center. Uh, probably taking a divvy, and one of us passes out and falls over. Oh, man. That's a good thing. I only eight, eight blocks away, so it's not so bad. Yeah, no, it's not that far. <laughs> and then we get really in trouble and we draw it. No, I'm just kidding. No, we don't do that. No, no. <laughs> Uber, sir. We Uber everywhere. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with more of The Loop. We'll finish up the segment with our two favorite baseball teams and the rumors that are going around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's play two. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back. This is a special edition of the Loop with uh, Stevie B. Yo! That's right. Our Chicago Sports... This is the Loop, our Chicago Sports <laughs> Roundup, where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. All right, man, we got two more stops to hit. Man, on the loop, all over the city of Chicago tonight. That's right, that's right. And this forty degree weather, probably even thirty right now. Yeah, it, well, forty six, but uh, it did. Uh, I see some snow, uh, snow flurries today. I heard that, and I was in uh, Downers Grove. I did not see any snow. I think it's more like lake effect snow stuff. Yeah, but uh, I would like to think Downers Grove is a little bit closer to the lake than O'Hare, but O'Hare's not that far either. Yeah, 
So mm, we'll see. I don't know. I was a little shocked. I'm like, snow. Yeah, it started. I'm it started. not ready for snow. Definitely not. All right, uh, 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 Stevie B, we're going to start with uh, your favorite uh, baseball team here. And it does snow in April, by the way. So Always. it could Always. snow on my favorite team for opening day. You know, uh, I love the Chicago Cubs so much. How much do you love Chicago Cubs? With all my heart. And I'm so petty because if the White Sox went to the playoffs and they were doing well, I'd be one angry, jealous, envy person. That's sad. I'd be so petty. That's sad. I wouldn't be upset the Cubs made it. That's nothing to do with the White Sox. They don't impede the White Sox from getting there. We don't impede you from getting there. Well, you're a better person than I am, Jose. Oh, Big Z. Sorry, <laughs> I was going to say Jose. It's all good. I, I got to keep saying Big Z. It's all right. Um, so what's going on with the Chicago Cubs, man? Well, we've talked about this, and mm. I like to think I'm familiar with the White Sox, and mm. I know a couple of the, I know a majority of their players. I don't know their stats as well as you do. Right. But uh, I was talking to you about this. I'm like, we need a good first baseman. Oh. And Abreu is a good first good first baseman. Mm-hmm. It's over 300. He's gonna give you at least 20 20 bombs. You know, he's passionate. Power. He's passionate. He's a he's a good silent leader. Like do as I do. Right. No but drama. Also, he'll fit in with the Hispanics that we have on the Cubs already. Uh, like a glove Yeah And we ain't playing no trumpets either <laughs> Oh man <laughs> Sorry Mets uh, Yeah I think I think he would be a great fit for you I mean at this point in, in the White Sox It's time for us to move on We've got too many DHs Now I told you he's what 28 We talked about this Yeah in Cuban years <sighs> I don't know that's still young <laughs> <laughs> No he's not 28 He's in his uh, He's like 34 Really? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he's at the close to his tail end. Um, I would not be shocked if they kept him because all the White Sox, you know, organization likes to do is keep, you know. Players past players. their prime. Yes, exactly. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you which ones. But uh, with the Cubs, yeah. I think a lot of problems with the Cubs is they need a good first baseman. But um, you had said something about another first baseman being available. Yeah, well, it looks like the Cubs might do uh, reunited and, and it, it feels, feels so good. good. Uh, yeah, you're looking at maybe Anthony Rizzo. Ah, uh, that blows my mind. Uh, and he's a free agent. I don't know if he might want to leave the Yankees and come back home. Retire as a Cub. Well, how many seasons? I think he's been in the, what, six or seven years? That's it. No, Rizzo's been playing forever, bro. I want to say 2013 because, or maybe 2015. No, no he's 13. Been for that. 13. I want to say 13 because he came in when Sarlin Castro was still in, in our system. Let's see. We're looking he up. came in that time. But yeah, uh, I would take both. Uh, he's been playing for 11 years. Okay, so when did he come in? 2013. 2011. June 9, 2011 was his debut. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a little off by two years. But, uh, yeah, I I don't think he'll finish his career as a Cub. No? I don't think so. I think he's going to take the money that he could get for the last couple of years that if he wants to play another five years. He wants to cash out. I would say so. But I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed with the Yankees because they are going to lose maybe a couple people. Yeah, I think Rizzo will be asking for like a three-year deal. Yeah. So I think he'll stay probably with the Yankees or go somewhere else. If he wants to go to any other team, I could see him going to the Phillies, hanging out with Schwarberg and Harper. Wow. So I, I think if he goes anywhere, he'll probably go there because it depends on where they where the Phillies land. If they go to the World Series, yeah, that's wild. Know, that that'd be something great um, for them and for the city of Philadelphia because if the Eagles win with them, 
that oh. city's gonna burn down. Um, but yeah, so I, I think the Cubs, I think we'll probably sign Abreu for a low deal. Um, he's not that expensive. Like a one year, 10, 12 million. Yeah, I think that's probably the safe bet for the Cubs until they actually figure it out. But yeah, because they have a couple of prospects, including Matt Mervis or Mevis or yeah, Mervis. Yeah, yeah. Mervis. Yeah, um, that guy. Right. So I think they should do that, and then uh, you know sign a couple middle relievers. Yeah, middle yeah, yeah, your your bullpen was a problem. Yeah, yeah, and you know get a nice closer. You know, get a nice closer, but I, also closers out there today. It, I mean, Chapman could come back. He, you know, he's not going to be a Yankee. He's in Miami. He's in Miami right now, so yeah, you can talk to him. Yeah, he, he's in Miami, but he probably wants to play somewhere warm. I think if he wants to close out his career, he'll be a Marlin. Uh, he likes Miami, so he I'm, does. I'm, I mean, I mean, at that point, he's already won his championships. He's already made his money. I mean, unless he spends it really fast, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. Um, yeah. Anything? I mean, he doesn't want to play baseball anymore, so it's fine. But yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah, stayed home for for a workout. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I just think that uh, the Cubs should, you know, find a nice closer, or at least a nice, you know, somewhat decent closer. Um, you know, you have their pitching staff is hit or miss. You have um, a, a young arms. Uh, obviously, we, we've seen the development of some young arms, but you have some old arms that need to be getting the game ready. Right, Hendricks. He's done. I think uh, it's time to move on from Hendricks. Yeah, if you do keep him, move him to a bullpen. Nah, he won't do that. I, I mean, don't he think did so. With Kerry Wood, Kerry Wood bounced around and, and couldn't, his, he couldn't. Yeah, but his, when he was a closer, he was okay because he, he was only doing maybe two innings. Yeah, he was closing for uh, Cleveland and for New York. Yeah, and he closed a little bit for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, he went over there, and yeah, I mean, yeah, so. Um, like I said, I, I think Rizzo is not going to stay. I don't think he's going to come back home. I think I'll probably go to a contender. Like I said, if he does leave New York mm-hmm. and if the Phillies win or lose, I think he'll go there. And I think then, then the Phillies are a World Series championship team. I mean, it's way, it's, it was so wild to think about that, uh, you know, four or five months ago when they fired Joe Girardi because they were apparently playing bad or they couldn't do. I think they were. They're, over a 500-part team. Uh, not at that point. What, so five years ago? No, no, no. I'm talking about four, more, four or five months ago before they fired Girardi this year. They fired him this year. Yeah, but I thought they were like almost they were like ten. Team. They were 10 games under 500 at some point or something like that. And, and then they, they went on a winning streak. And Yeah. I mean, management does have a big impact. It does. Like, I feel bad for David Ross, but he, he's never had a winning season. He's and, also a rookie manager. Yes, and then, like, the Cubs don't invest in money like they did when they were trying to win the World Series. So Yeah, I, I think they, you know, without saying it, it was kind of, you know, it's a rebuild without even saying it. Yeah, I mean, if you're not going to say it, we'll They say weren't it tanking, you. though. No, they weren't. Because at the last, I don't know, two weeks of baseball, they were winning. Um, they swept the Mets. They swept the, the Phillies. Phil- the Phillies, yeah. like, they swept them. And then it's like, they have the momentum and they're still in the playoffs. You know, they knocked off the champs. The Braves, which I was very shocked with that. But, hey, you know, that's baseball. You're hot, you're hot. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's all about what baseball is, is when you get into the playoffs and how hot you can stay. And yeah. sometimes the wild card teams are the, are the sneakiest ones because they've been playing just, you know, nailing, uh, you know, scratching and crawling just to get in. And now they're like, hey, well. We're we've, still ready. We're, we're ready to go. Yeah. And I think if anyone, if the Cubs, play, if the Cubs are going to get any players, start picking them off from the Dodgers. You know, they have a lot of uh, have, uh, guys out. Well, you know, Kershaw's not gonna go anywhere. I don't know. Uh, maybe. You can't afford him, anyways. 
Like you wouldn't. There's no reason to pay that man that much money. And no, I'm a fan, not. so not. he's gonna stay there. Um, you got the Trey Turner. You got the the other Turner. You got like a bunch of players that are coming off that that team that are gonna be free agents. Um, yeah, and so. I, and I think it sucks that the Cubs are gonna walk away from Contreras, um, but I think with him moving on, I don't know. He could. He, I hope he goes to a contender, or if he goes to the American League, go with to the, the Red White Sox. Sox. Go with the White Sox. And. Yeah, if you want to transition and talk about the second favorite team in the city of Chicago when yeah, it comes to baseball. So, so he comes to the White Sox? I wouldn't be mad, though. You wouldn't be mad? No, I mean... Because then I'd be doing this all the time. You'd be doing thanks, what? Cubs. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Cubs. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and I'm petty. <laughs> uh, I got the soundboard. Um, but, yeah, no... Uh, if Contreras goes to the White Sox, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be happy for the guy because I'm like, you're going to, an, you're staying here. Mm-hmm. You love the city of Chicago. It's gonna be like a trade. I wish we would have traded him to you during the deadline. Yeah, to get something yeah, better than nothing. Egg, yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing. And like, if you're gonna like keep a player, trade him, or like you're not gonna get anything after the agency. Like, get something out of nothing. You still could have done that. You could have been like, hey Wilson, look, this team is not gonna do anything. We're gonna send you to a contender. We want to sign you. We want you back. But for organ or as looking at it as an organizational view of it, we're gonna get some prospects for you. And then at the end of the season, we're gonna sign you back. What's your number? Right. And that would have been the smart thing to do. But Jed Hoyer doesn't think like that. Well, I guess I, I don't know. I am not in the Cubs home in the office. I wish I was. And then you have the agents who get in the way. I wish I was yeah. uh, flying those walls because I'd be on this podcast spewing up. All the dirt here. <laughs> um, you heard it first here. And exactly. Then the podcast would blow up. Uh, Finally. On TikTok. Finally no, blow it up. Would, no, it'd blow up normally. Oh. Like this one would get more views. We oh. get a million. We're almost at a million. So. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost at a million. <laughs> but like I said, I, 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 I would be okay with Contreras going to the White Sox. Um, they, I think they need a fire on their ass. Um, yeah, and I've always said it, and I'm I am a pretty petty person when it comes to the White Sox, but they had a good team. They had a great team they on paper that didn't develop. That didn't. Yeah, I mean that's that's happened a lot to a lot of organizations where you got you put a bunch of players together, or you, you know you see. could get you could get Ad, uh, Russell, Addison Russell. I think he's still in the minor leagues. He may be in the KBL. I don't know where he's at. I I saw him. I googled him recently. The only thing he's he's hitting is his wife, and we don't condone that on this show. No, it's Southside. I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> Speaking I've seen of... a lot of stuff in the parking lots over there. And oh, like we don't see anything up and down Wrigleyville. Come on. No, it's in in the house, not outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the White Sox, the White Sox are still searching for their new manager after TLR quote unquote retired um due to health reasons and so forth but right. it looks it looks yeah yeah it looks like we have some uh some white Sox manager candidates that have been interviewed including uh um houston's bench coach joe espada and kansas kansas city royals bench coach uh pedro griffo uh they both been interviewed uh this past week um they're both i think very good candidates um i like espada um he was with the yankees organization as well um, I think he would bring uh, a winning culture and a winning attitude and none of that uh, not hustling stuff. Um, you'll also have Willie Harris, who's been on the radio saying, you know, I want the job. They haven't called me yet, and I, I'm willing to do it. And if they call me, I'm ready to go. Willie Harris. He's a third base coach, right? Third base coach for the Chicago Cubs. 
Um, so he's been learning under uh, Joe Madden and the rest of the guys over there. But he's managed before. He managed in a double A and A for the White Sox. So he knows a lot of the players because he managed Eloy and, and Lou Bob and, and the rest of those guys. So he now, knows the organization. Now, I don't think he's ready. Right, because you're going to get another David Ross and put him in a position and to we're, not we're, be successful. And we're not ready for uh, another. It was, if it was a rebuild, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. But we're now, not a rebuild. Now, who would you who would you want as the coach? Who would you want? Like, I would I would love to, for Ozzy to be there because he knows all the players. He speaks to the players on a daily basis. He knows them inside and out. He knows their families. He's he's well connected, especially with the Latin players. And I think that he he's a no nonsense guy when it comes to you know players hustling. Uh, he lets them know what's expected of them. But the problem is that there's bad blood. Right. He, he quit on the team uh, two games before forced his way out because he had problems with Kenny and then you know he talked to Marlon saying you know because they were building the team over there and uh, he, he got that trade finalized yeah he went over there and then he recruited Carlos Zambrano uh, Mark uh, Mark Burley and a bunch of other yeah. players they had a, they had a pretty good team again on paper that did nothing um, but I, I think Ozzy's a different manager and person he's today he's matured right uh, a lot, and I, 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 he's still gonna have his slip ups and speak his mind, and people are gonna have an issue with that because it's a whole cancel culture. But at the same time, what we're looking at is that Ozzy is gonna be the right manager for the job. Now, you had mentioned cancel culture, but at the same time, if you're winning baseball games, you, I don't think the male audience of the sport are gonna be complaining just because they're winning games, or it might just fly and be like, oh, that's just Ozzy. So you know what I mean? For Ozzy, like, I, like yeah. I said, I think Ozzy. I you know I when I was watching Hulu because I can't watch the Cubs. Yeah, the Marquee. Yep. That's the one thing I hate about being a Cubs fan is the Marquee thing. But I was watching the White Sox game and I'd be texting you, "What happened to that play? Ball between his legs." Yeah, yeah. And then you know, listening to Ozzy, I'm like, he's a very passionate guy. He's grown as a person. Yeah. Because yeah, he says things now. But it's not to the extent of 2005, Ozzy. No, again, uh, he was very immature at that point. And you're also looking at it now, Ozzy's been part of the media right. for, for multiple years at this point. And he has to, yeah, because he was doing even like uh, World Series coverage. Or he was. He was, games. yeah, he was over on yeah. the Fox and so forth. So he's he's been doing a lot of media. And he does media in the morning on 670 in the shore, uh, score. Uh, but what you're looking at is a more mature man, a man that understands the game, has been connected to the game. I mean, he's not Tony LaRusso where he hasn't been in the game for, you know, over a decade. Here's my impression of Tony LaRusso. Yeah, I know where we're going. It's, it's, Spot on. It's going to be, yeah. Play what, what's the video. question? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're spot on. And no. then it's like, uh, Mr. LaRusso, here's who is he. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, even Ozzy called out the players on, on, on the post game show. And most of like uh, Tim Anderson called out and he's like, oh, he's he's over there and I'm over here. Guess what? If you don't like the truth, sorry it hurts. Sorry yeah. it hurts. I mean, I get it as the media never pick someone's uh, home life, but if they're producing or not producing on the field, that's their job. You're able to call them out on those things. You know what I mean? As he was calling everybody out on their fucking hustling. He was like, oh, everyone's sore. Everyone's hurting. What do you mean you got tightness? You got trainers. Right. You got nutritionists. You have everything available to you that I didn't have. Right. And I sucked. Right. Which and, makes sense. And you're a way better player. But I was out there every day and you're not? Right. Yeah. I, you know, the Tim Anderson thing, I know he was having some things and being cheated. and Yeah, and I think I think the White Sox put that under the rug for him. 
Yeah, so that's why I think like for him to, you know, take some time off uh, and saying that they're going to shut him down. I think that was what he was dealing with still. Um, you know, I don't know what's going on in his regular life, but uh, yeah, I mean, when the Red Sox are in town, we could go. I wear my Red Sox stuff or my Manny Ramirez jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would never wear a Manny Ramirez co- uh, White Sox jersey because he was. <laughs> He was also on the Cubs, too. He was a man, uh, coach for the Cubs. Yeah, I wish they would have kept him there. Mm. Uh, I would have liked him as a, a hitting coach, you know, because he was a great hitter. Yeah, he but was sometimes sometimes you the people that are great ball players or, or athletes are not the best coaches. True, but I mean, it's usually the, just the, show the, film of you in your prime and let people watch it. <laughs> cash the check, sir. There cash the check. Uh, so uh, I, I got uh, something text to me, and it's um, some little dirt on the White Sox. Okay. So I know you like that. I like that. it. I like it. So uh, read it nice and slow. <laughs> Put some Barry Manilow right now and say it. Uh, okay. So what is it? Uh, so uh, we're looking at uh, TLR only answered to Jerry. He didn't answer to the GM or the president, uh, which is uh, uh, <laughs> your boy Kenny. So, so he's just talking to the owner. So he only answered to the owner. So no one can tell him anything. So that's that's what I'm hearing. Uh, so he told up. Uh, let's, let's see. Uh, every time there was an issue, he went straight to Jerry, and Jerry, Jerry told the player to shut up, or he they that player would be traded or threatened a firing of a staff member. Yeah, uh, I can see it. Yeah, I can see that too. All right, uh, that's why I also don't believe Larusso was like sick or whatever. No, I, I I can I can see that that he was sick. I mean, he's he's what seventy eight or something. You can see that being an issue, especially if you're drinking. Yeah, that's true too. All right, uh, so I'd like to drink with him and see who handles. More. See who can hang out more. Who hang yeah. more? Yeah, uh, I'm not responsible if something happens to him. <laughs> <laughs> the hangover. Uh, a Kimbrel trade was entirely Kenny Williams. The who? That the Kimbrel trade was entirely oh. Kenny Williams. Yeah, I can see that. I don't think he's a good GM, but he's not even GM. He's not the GM. He's, he's the president of operations. Right, and he's been there too long. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, I think he needs to. Be I hate how how, hate how the uh, Jerry Reinsdorf uh, organization run. Like, oh, you suck. Let's give you a promotion and move you up. I mean, if that was the case, I'd be very successful. Oh yes, oh, well, both of us. Uh, Rick Hahn wanted to quit for some time and will possibly resign uh, resign in the offseason. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, he was ex- so yeah, he was extremely upset that he can't run the team the way he wants and can't spend the money he wants. He was against the Kimbo trade and was apparently overrode somehow by Kenny when he is the GM. I believe that. But I, again, the not spending money, come on, you spent a lot of money to get all these players. Didn't spend a lot of money. How, how much do you think they spent? Well, uh, Grandal's the biggest contract they've ever spent. That was $75 million. Okay. So that's cheap. You yeah. Sp- you, I mean, Hayward, come on. That's all I got to say. Hayward. Right, but they're not resigning him either. No, he's done. He's done. Uh, the real offer. I bet you'll assign him to the White Sox. No, no, thank you. He's a good guy, but I don't want him on the White Sox. Uh, the but real the White Sox are going to do it wrong, and they're going to just sign him. Yeah, well, if Kenny's in charge, the real offer for Machado was eight years for 190 million, with roughly 150 million incentives, playing bonuses. The worst part of the Machado is that Machado wanted to play for the White Sox. The holdup with Machado was him trying to negotiate with the White Sox to sign here. The Padres had their offer on the table for longer, and he didn't sign it to see if the white, it would work out here. It's not, that this has actually been actually reported that he wanted to play here, and you know they said, hey, this is the timetable on this offer. If not, we're going to move on to the next person. 
Right. And they missed out on Machado, and Machado's playing in the uh, championship series. Yeah, I mean, he would have been a great addition. Yeah, you guys. he's better than Moncada. Moncada could have played second, and we had a second baseman. Yeah, but he was one of the issues I had with the White Sox. His defense never, is always good. It's just defense, he's, he never hustled. He was he, one of them that never hustled. On defense, he's a great, great arm. He's got a good defensive guy. It's just he doesn't hustle. Like, you're right. He doesn't, doesn't hustle. hustle. And then he hits, he hits. He's very streaky. And yeah. Uh, trust me, I've been watching a lot of White Sox baseball because I can't watch the Cubs. Get it yeah. together, Hulu. Uh, okay, <laughs> so there was the, the click, quote unquote, leak was uh, apparently from Dallas Keiko. The shocking part is that apparently what he said was true. The most offensive is the most offense. Yeah, offensive is the Cuban players consistently backing each other and constantly shit-talking others that don't perform. Uh, Dallas is apparently one that got it the hardest, making sense of his comments. So, Dallas sucked this year. Yeah, he did. Uh, so, I can see, like, the guys just, you know, ripping him. Yeah, I get that, too. But, I mean, first of all, we were talking about chemistry the last couple of, you know, stops, right? You're not going to build chemistry if you keep shit-talking everyone. Exactly. You think you're going to be like, oh, it's like you go into a job that you don't want to be at. Yeah. And you're getting picked on. That yeah. makes you want to leave. Of course. It's not going to make you a better player. Not at all. Not at all. So you can see how there, there's discord in the, uh, yeah. in the White Sox clubhouse. With, and, and, and that's then why you're, I think Ozzy would get on their case and be like, why are you picking on him? Yeah, Ozzy would iron that shit out. Right. Put them both in a room, like let them fight it out. All right, cool. You guys are good? All right, shake hands. Yeah. Let's go. Exactly, and then and no one would know about it. Pool and green, do the one those kind of things. <laughs> Give them noodle, well, pool noodles, fight it out. <laughs> yeah, the socks offer for Otani was Cease, Kopech, Eloy, and Vaughn. The Angels asked all that plus Colas, Montgomery, and Reed, and the Sox said no. Why would you give up your entire team and your farm system for one player? I mean. And you Otani's great, but then it's, you're back on the Angels because there's no one else on the damn team. Right. And then the Angels have great superstars, but they don't know how to develop them and put things around them. Yeah, him and Mike Trout. That's all you have over there. Right. And you had Pools, but he did, He was there no, for too long. And then you had the third baseman that came from Washington, and he just hasn't done anything. You got no Angels and no outfield over there. So, <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, there's a lot of things that were potentially they could have spent to get... Um, Tim Anderson was like farm grown, correct? Yes. Okay. Drafted and farm grown. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, it took a while to develop, though. Yeah, I honestly think that he's gonna do really well, and then he's gonna get his contract, and then he's, he's on just, the contract for a couple more years. Uh, okay. He's got two more, I think, two more years on it. But here's the thing: Jerry has no interest in hiring Espada. This is the rumorville. This is the rumorville. This isn't me. Yeah. This, this I, is what's being uh, fed to me by a uh, apparently a close source. Yeah, I honestly, I think it's a giant fire sale and a shit show over there on the south side. This is what I think is going to happen. They're not going to do much to change the team. And after next year, they're just going to blow it up again. Right. And then you're going to have no one in the stands, no one in the outfield. I, I, you know, I don't want to hear that because at, if you look at our attendance, we're uh, top 12, top 15. I'm not saying, but I'm like, but that's the difference between Cubs fans and White Sox fans. That so you guys will go just to go. Yeah. Agreed. And But it's like, okay. But it's a touristy place. It's a, it's a, it's a national. Uh, I, but it's been like that for years, even in the 80s. Yeah. Like, even if they sucked, people still went. Yeah. 
and they didn't have big sponsors and corporations at that it's, time. It's a great place to watch a game. Right. I'm not knocking a regular right, field. But, like, but I'm saying with the fans for the White Sox, it's like you're either with the team, you're on the board, or you're off the boat. And it's a lot more blue collar. So I get that aspect of it. But it's like, why don't you still want to support them that they suck? You do it with the Bears in the offseason. Bears fans and Cubs fans are hand in hand. Like, you know, for me, I think if... Yeah, but you're a Southsider and you still love the Bears. Well, kind of. I love the Bears, but I'm also numb. Like, I'm indifferent at this point. Like, all right, this is what they're going to do. It's been 30 years of this, besides one championship run. Right. I'm not the Bears player, the Bears fan that's like, oh, I have high hopes for them. Every week they have a chance to. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. no. I'm not that either. No, I'm I'm very pessimistic about them. I'm realistic here. No, I'm pessimistic about them. Yeah. I just, I think this, the way you predicted it right now, Mm -hmm. hopefully we could clip this and start the first 10 games and see what happens or the beginning of the season. Clip this and. Do like before mm-hmm. of October seventeenth, and clip it to when the you know begin the season is gonna start. You know what? Uh, yeah, we don't know who the manager is, and you also have Ron Washington uh, from the uh, Atlanta Braves, who just got eliminated. So that's another one. I would take him over the Kansas City. Oh, over Kansas City guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who was the other coach that you said? You have Espada. Yeah, and he. I forget what team. Espada with the, oh, uh, Houston. the Houston, yeah. But you also have the issue, you know, he had the uh, marital issue and the uh, issue. Uh, that's not an issue, that's a lifestyle. Well, when you're <laughs> when you're playing from MLB nowadays, not, not Daryl Strawberry days, but that's see, an issue. I, like, he's a coach. He's not a player, he's not performing. It's a, it's a high-performing drug, like you're more awake. Yeah, he's awake because, you know. He's also, he's like, like, up in age. He's up, he's in, I think he's about 71, 72 okay, or something like that. Okay, he gets tired. It's past his bedtime. So he has to go 18 innings the so should, They should have given uh, uh, Tony LaRusso a little bit of that and, and some coffee, right? No, he'd die. Instantly. <laughs> Blow out his heart. Yeah, in a matter of two seconds, of, and done. Someone better call 911 right away. All right, so who do you think is going to end up being the coach for the White Sox? It's gonna be the guy from Houston, Espada. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it is Espada, and I you know, what I what I really want is because then there's gonna be more cocaine flowing through. Oh boy, Chicago. Oh so. boy, oh boy. But he's gonna be like Scarface, not doing it maybe, but he's gonna be providing. It you to want Espada? You want Washington? I'll just take Espada. Okay, I think um, Washington is a better teacher. Yeah, I just think that what they need is the, someone who's Hispanic coach. And and the hard nose. Yeah, I think a lot of the Hispanic players that the White Sox have, and same thing with the the Cubs. I'm like, you're gonna respect someone who speaks the same language as you. Yeah, I can see that. Right, but also it's like the other players also gonna respect him I, the, too. the White Sox player respect is only Russo. They respect him. Now, did they play hard? No. Well, yeah, because he wasn't playing hard. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, you know, it took him a while to go up those stairs going up into. Oh, my God. I don't know. You know, I hope I wish him the best health and, uh, you know, to do well. But just enjoy retirement, man. Yeah. You should have just retired when you did after winning the World Series of the Cardinals. And that should have been it. Right. It should have been it. It should have been it. And but no, he was greedy. He started consulting for MLB, consulting for the for the Diamondbacks. And they're like, oh, Jerry. Yeah, sure, I'll take your job. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I think the uh, the Cubs are hopefully a little bit better. I think the Cubs will spend some money this year. 
I hope so. Um, Especially when uh, the I don't I don't uh, think they I don't think they're they're spending judge money. No, they will. I, you know I think what? they'll make an offer for sure. I mean, you'd be stupid not to make an offer. Yeah, I mean, the White Sox should make an offer. The, but White, the White Sox should just dump the fucking Brinks trunk and say, hey, here's your money, and then put different opt-outs and whatever the kid needs. Right. I would say give him two years in the second year in a uh, player option. Uh, yeah, like I would do like, you know, here's three. Let's, let's make it a seven-year deal with two opt-outs after year three and after after year five. Right. That Yeah. That gives you enough time to, if yeah, you still want to go somewhere. you're going to look at, what, 250 or maybe $300 million. But if he opts out? I mean, you're looking at something in seven years, the inflation and, and the way these salaries, you know, just blow up. You can still cash in another $40, 50000000 million per year. I can't wait till it's $800 million. It's going to be ridiculous because these, these guys are going to get paid what a country makes in a year. Yeah. They make more money than Puerto Rico does. <laughs> oh, man. It sucks. I wish, well, I wish like, you know, like Baez would just donate some, at least $2 million. It'd be nice. I mean, would you don't donate two million dollars? Yeah, if the United States needed it, like you know, hurricanes. I, I would, I would buy resources and send it down myself. I wouldn't donate to nothing. Oh right, I'd do that too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I would help out Puerto Rico before I help out Mexico. You know, I'm not Puerto Rican. But no, but I mean, just Mexico is a country and gets gets. I mean, we're gonna go down a rabbit hole on this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. That is all for today. Thanks Get for listening. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our, our guest host today uh, from the No Water on the Weekend podcast, Stephen Batista. Thanks for coming in and filling in, sir. Oh man, it's always a good time. I enjoy talking sports here because we don't do a whole lot of that on the No Water on the Weekend podcast. It's a different show. It's a different show. Right. Uh, tell people where they can follow you and the show. Yeah, so every Monday, uh, a new episode is released. So be sure to subscribe. And a lot of fans who are on the show, who watch, or, well, watch the show, no, who listen to the show mm-hmm. always have the notification. So yep, it helps. Hit the ding. Hit the <laughs> ding. Give us a nice five star review because then it'll help us boost on Spotify. And then you get to listen to this great content if you're at work. And it's a great way to start your Monday afternoon. <laughs> so if you go to Instagram, it's no water on the weekend, but weekend is spelled W-K-N-D. So you can send me a DM, uh, talk sports with me. Uh, if you want any food. topics, food. Remember, it's still, it's still pizza month. Yeah, it's still pizza month. So uh, also, like I said, we're f- recording this episode on a Monday, but uh, no water on the weekend podcast episode was released today. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be a day behind, but you listen to this, go check it out. Double up. Listen to both episodes back exactly. to back. Yeah. Doesn't matter the order. Doesn't matter, really. No, you got two hours out of your way through the day. Yeah, that's right. It'll so. keep you entertained and keep you laughing while you're at work. While you- if you spit out your coffee, I did a really good job then. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. All right, a big thank you to, uh, to you. And then thank you to our sponsor, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Cheers. Yeah. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Get your official TCSF shirts now. The Shine Radio Podcast is now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Uh, go and check them out now and don't forget to follow Shy Native Entertainment see their next installment of the Shy Native Nights uh, that'll be on October 27th it'll be at Retro Cafe 3246 North Central Avenue in Chicago, Illinois doors open at 9 going 9 to 1 $10 at the door 
Halloween costume co- uh, Halloween costume contest, uh, drink specials all night. You're gonna have live performances by Ideal, Mike Logic, uh, Joey Childs, Voorhees, uh, Gold Gold Girl, sure, uh, Krista Show, Lyr- uh, Lyric, and a bunch of other great artists. Uh, sounds by DJ Hunt, and it is hosted by Mike Logic of Six Hundred Six Media. So shout out to Ronesh, Panic, and Serious Beats, and custom made for the beats we played on today's show. Uh, check out panicanabeat.com for your moment merch and gear. Check us out on social media at True Shy Fans on Twitter, TikTok. Find us on Facebook and, I, uh, and IG. And reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you at truechicagosportsfan at gmail.com. And uh, for E Rock and uh, Stevie B, this is Big Z, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Cubs. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Not going to forget that one. <laughs> This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago.